Donna, it is an absolute pleasure. Third time lucky. This is the third time we're trying to record this call. You've come back. You're an absolute champ. Thank you so, so, so much for me on this show. It's, it's brilliant that we've got this opportunity yet again. I mean, I'm lapping it up because I love any chance I can to have a little uh, chinwag with you. We just kind of sort of talking before the show there, and it's yeah. like... Yeah, think, things have been uh, things have been a little bit strange over over the last year, and I think there's been a big, big, big old learning curve, not only for for you know ourselves, but just in terms of the nation uh, as a whole. Mm -hmm. But we've we've definitely had some things thrown at us, and you know I'm really excited to kind of get into get into where you're at, how you're feeling. I know you know now we're actually on the returning end of things, so there finally mm -hmm. is a light at the end of the tunnel, which we Better didn't have the last time we chatted. So. That is so exciting. Talk to me about that first. What what have you got coming up? What do you have to look forward to and be excited about? Um, well, I've been I've worked through the whole pandemic because I worked for social services and now I work for the NHS. So my kind of actual day-to-day -day life has just kind of continued as normal. But um, like competition-wise, still we don't really know what's happening. The big competitions that um, I would have had planned that I'd already qualified for are all in America between September and November. And there's, I think there's about four of them. So that is quite a big ask really, um, when we don't know anything about the travel requirements and quarantine. Also because of my job, am I gonna get that amount of time off? Probably not. So I'm gonna have to, gonna have to pick, but currently, although my chubby cheeks would uh, not like stand beside it, I'm currently cutting to middleweight, 82. Oh. to do the England qualifiers yeah so pray for Don Dons because hey that's sick that's so cool <laughs> so, so, so what, what made you decide that well I'm just kind of like that <laughs> so I'm like right what else can I do oh I know this is what I'll do um so I suppose the the thing behind it is because we don't know about um travel yeah everything that I've already qualified is basically for heavyweight so I just thought well there's no point me sort of really doing the, the heavyweight here because everything that it leads to I've already qualified for or I've done so the biggest challenge for me because obviously I'm heavier <laughs> is to come down a weight class and it's something that I've thought about for a while but it's just that the competitions have been like March and then something in the summer and then a record and then it's Worlds and then it's basically March again so I've never really had the opportunity so I just thought, all right, then, well, we're allowed to do stuff um, here in England. So, yeah, let's do that. Why not? And everyone's like, I don't know if that's a good idea. And I was like, well, tough. <laughs> so here we are. That's such a Donna, Donna way to just handle things. Like, yeah. I'm doing it. Like, I don't, I don't really care what you think. Like, I fancy no. doing this thing, so I'm going to go do it. That's so it might, it might, like, totally totally backfire on me of course but um you know you don't know if you don't try so I didn't get anywhere doing any of this if I didn't try so yeah. we'll uh, see what it see what it leads to I mean literally the biggest aspect for me is obviously changing my nutrition to get to that body weight and also it is not a 24-hour weigh-in so that's also like a bit of a what is it a 12-hour weigh-in no is it's it the same in the, mor in the morning yeah. Really? So in the, yeah, in the morning of the competition, oh, it's you just weigh in and then off you go. So for me, obviously, having to cut, I was like, oh, well, if it's a 24-hour weigh-in, gives you, like, a bit more, you know, scope yeah. to manoeuvre. It's all going to be wonderful. And then actually, I read the thing and I was like, oh, it's, it's not. <laughs> and wow. I did ask, could we change it? <laughs> if you don't ask, if you don't get to you, so you don't yeah, get to organisers are like, yeah, sure, of course. I mean, you're yeah. the only one that's requested it, but yeah, no, not a problem. <laughs> and then it's just like, obviously, just no. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I tried. Wow, okay. So, so yeah. curious, on the way up, did you make your way through the 82s or did you jump straight up? You jumped straight up. So this is your first time in the 82s? Yes, because the uh, originally when I, when I first started competing, it was uh, 75, 75 kilos. Oh. There wasn't any, there wasn't any 63 or anything. It was just uh, under 75 and over 75. Wow. So since I've been competing, they've obviously created more classes, which is great because it brings the more people to the sport, you know. But um, 
yeah so no so the first time I've got into that they've also for Wills this year I believe they've created another weight class for the women of 73 yeah I'd heard so, about this yes yeah so um you know which again is it's great but to be fair I would like <laughs> just because I would like I would like one above um the 82 because you know I was like well there's 64 73 and 82 and then it's just open <laughs> yeah. so i'm near as 82 than i would be some of the other people in the open category class you know body weight wise so can we have like one that's 90 <laughs> but uh nobody took me up on that <laughs> <laughs> do you know what you need to do you need to start running your own event for with a 90 kilo yeah. club <laughs> that's what you need to do yeah. I, I don't want to ride anyone else we're just going to put on yeah. we've a more classic and then <laughs> yeah let's do it the <laughs> people who weigh 90 so yeah um but yeah you know it's a, a a new challenge for a new challenge for me that i only decided on really probably a couple of weeks ago so it didn't really help myself either so but that's crazy so so let's let's mm. let's hop off on this because i think this is really interesting like so let's talk about in terms of training and approach to training obviously when we look at the heavyweight athletes, we understand, you know, that kind of the, the old school mentality of like mass moves mass. We know that being mm. bigger generally, with, especially with our moving events, you know, can, can help us a little bit too. But we also see this huge rise in athleticism and dynamic yeah. performance from much, much smaller athletes. Now, obviously, <laughs> when we hit that weight cut, we don't have that mass to be able to throw a mass around quite so easy. So we tend to be a little bit more dynamic. So talk to me about that. Are you changing the way that you operate within your training? Are you looking at doing more dynamic stuff? Is it just the same as the same, but we're going to be a smaller donor? What, what are you coming into this with? Yeah, it kind of basically is because I feel that I was fairly dynamic already. Like the weight that I would be sitting at for my category at the time was probably all right. You know, it was able to, like my body was able to run fast with the heavy things. And it was also able to stand still and lift you the heavy things. You were definitely things. nowhere close to being the heaviest in your category, right? No, no, yeah. I'm not at all. But I'm also like, say a bit, maybe a, a taller. I mean, I'm still not tall, but you know, maybe taller than some of the other people. Yeah. Um, so it's just, I don't know how I feel about it, but um, I would have been, di I think I would have classed myself as being fairly dynamic before. I'm pretty sprinty. And yeah. Um, I enjoy like the movement events, especially the movie carrying events. Um, you know, farmers, kegs, sandbags, you know, or drags, yeah. truck pulls, stuff like that. So realistically, I'm just kind of cutting down, but I'm still at the moment training with like the um like the open weights kind of weight for these England qualifiers. Because bearing in mind they are they are quali qualifiers at this point. Yeah. So um I just as much as I would obviously really want to win it's going to be like with no 24 hour weighing and weighing of the day it's you know it's it's a big a big ask so like main obviously aim is not to be injured you know moving forward and to qualify so you know i'm being sensible about it really yeah. so yeah um, i'm hoping that i'll just get like obviously the smaller athletes are faster but that my strength would still hold out um you know but we'll we'll find out at the moment it, at the moment it is and i'm quite uh, um you know a, a small <laughs> amount of everything that's what it feels like to me yeah. so um yeah it's it's fairly miserable and it was my birthday like last week and i think i couldn't even have any birthday cake or anything like oh, that oh no not even an off day for your birthday you poor thing <sighs> no so we're um the date is at the start of june at the moment so we'll uh that's what we're that's what we're aiming towards okay and, and have you kind of got a, okay, I need to know, I know that I need to lose X amount each week, month. Are, are you doing it in a staggered way? Like, how, how are you, or is it just kind of like, let's see how much we can get off to, to start off with. And then if we need to come up with a formulator plan after that, we can kind of, we can get into that shit later on. Um, at the moment, I'm working with um, Tiny Titan, and we've just literally gone into like a rapid fat loss protocol, basically. So it is like fairly miserable, to be honest. Yeah. And um, we're just seeing how my body responds to that at the at the time or at yeah. now. So because we've only just started, I think it's probably gone into a bit of a shock. <laughs> so it's uh, so so have I. But we'll just get used to it, and then you know see how we get on, and um, 
she'll just change everything accordingly. I'm pretty good at sticking to, if this is what you're supposed to do, then that's how you do it. And, you know, that's why I'm generally quite disciplined with everything that I do. So yeah. I miss, I miss lattes and I miss my, you know, birthday cake, but for X, X amount, X amount of weeks, however long it needs to be, then I'm able to, able to do that. So hopefully, you know, COVID restrictions and everything will still be fine. Like I say, this is the start of June, we're, you know, looking at, and then it'll, it'll go ahead on that date, you know, and if, if it doesn't for any reason, then we'll still aim for that. But, you know, that's, I'm not going to be going to the USA until at least September. So yeah. we'll be able to put some on. I don't really sit that much over it at all, to be fair. And if I can operate at a lighter body weight, I just feel better anyway. So that's I'm the glad you brought that up. Yeah, because that, that's yeah. what a, anyone that I've spoken to, and I've experienced it myself, you know, coming into mm -hmm. to, to comp season when I'm substantially heavier, just that your day-to-day -day life is a lot of, a lot of the time, you know, spectators don't even think about this. You know, we, we see these incredible, humongous, mm. strong, powerful athletes, whether it's on the women's side or the men's side, and you're like, wow, that's so impressive. You're like, yeah, but that dude's got to walk around Sainsbury's and Tesco's and little pick all yeah. of his shirt up, collect his kids, or you know what I mean? Like, people don't think about just from the day-to-day -day side of things. So kind of talk to me about that. How have you experienced that? Uh, obviously going through, you've been through many, many competitions. Mm. You've been bigger than you are now. You've been heavier. Yeah. What is the main difference for you? What do you feel in yourself, the difference between well, you being heavier and lighter? Yeah, I think it's just, it's my own, it's my own self, actually. It's, but it's not even like anybody else's a, um, opinion of what I look like or how I am. It's my own like happiness. Uh, within myself so I just feel better when I'm not so big yeah. and it makes and not that I'm like massive by like by any means at world last no. uh, well 19 the last time that it was on and I won and I was like I thought I was in like pretty decent shape to be fair you're in like, great shape you know there wasn't a lot of you know spare spare things if you see what I mean you know I felt like quite a tight powerful package and I was able to use my brain effectively that particular days to achieve what I wanted so it was wonderful but like in the real world of wearing like normal people clothes or gym clothes and stuff like for women that I like to wear it can be quite like difficult um you know because my back's really wide and stuff like that so I feel happier in myself when I'm just a little bit smaller feel healthier you know able just to do more stuff and I'm obviously when I was competing at Worlds I was like slightly bigger and I was still like fast and powerful and effective for my sport like that's the biggest thing like I'm effective for the things that I need to do um yeah. but if I'm just in normal life I would I prefer myself a little bit littler <laughs> so and yeah. um, this is like a nice compromise the H2 if I can get there it's like hoping that well, not hoping that I will be smaller, but still like fairly strong, is what I'm. Is what obviously I'm aiming for, um, because obviously the middleweight league is crazy strong right now. You know they've just put up a load of records over the weekend, and they're pressing and whatever. So it's uh, it will be interesting to see where it leads me. If the competitions in America can't go ahead, I would like them to. So we'll see. We're, we're not sure if the Arnold's going to go. There's no pro women class that they plan on doing, as far as I'm aware, which is a shame. Maybe there's some records at the Rogue Record Breakers, but there's no pro women show at it. It's pro men, but no pro women. So it's, um, as far as I'm aware, unless that changes. So it's, uh, it doesn't leave that much, you know, that much open. Wuss, hopefully, is going to put on their competition in Las Vegas. So that would be good. Yeah. And if there were some records, obviously, I'm interested in like the records, depending on what they would be and how much notice we get. But again, it just depends on the travel and your job and your actual life, you know, so. Yeah, I, that, that, that's that's the joys, isn't it? Is that it's just the not knowing, I think, is, is the yeah. most frustrating thing. Because, you know, when we when we look at ahead of the year, the competitions that we have, the things mm. that we want to achieve and accomplish, it's, it's really nice to be able to just kind of look back and reverse engineer it. And everyone is now sat in a position where you can't reverse engineer anything because we have nothing for definite, nothing. And that is just like, for a strong man or a strong woman, it's just like banging your head against the fucking mm -hmm. brick wall. 
because you're like, well, I, don't, I don't want to peek for this, only for it to be torn away from me. Me go have gone through all of this, be like beaten exactly. up, feel really, really tired, ready to go to war, and then find out, oh, actually, I can't do it. It's going to be in two months' time. I've now ruined my peak. I'm now absolutely my body shot to pieces, and now I have to kind of recycle to get back into that position yeah. to be able to get to go again. So that's so tough for you guys. It, it is really difficult, especially when it's not. This is not like my actual job. <laughs> you know, I don't like earn a living yeah. from from doing this. So if I have to like, we're still working for the NHS. I'm like you say, battering in the training you know, the travel to train and all the other things that you have to organise. And then for, like, the, I don't think the American government's going to have a problem. You know, they're like, well, you can come. The problem is going to be coming back. And <laughs> that would be, you know, where if it's just a, if it's just the case of a PCR test or something, that's fine. But then all of a sudden, like you say, it could change within a week and it could be quarantine in a hotel that like you only spent yeah. £1,700, pounds, like, yeah. with what? Yeah. And then yeah. and then phone my NHS job and say actually so you know that you know <laughs> five days that I was away for now I'm in a now I'm in a hotel I'm to quarantine where I can come back to work I don't really think it would go down very well so uh, it's just like you say it's so uncertain but at least here in the UK if I can do this it's going to be a little bit more certain and hopefully if I manage to qualify through the pathway as a middleweight I'll end up at, um, at Britain's which is near the end of the year to see what else happens you know with the american competitions obviously but you know at least you'll know something's happening here in the uk to do pizza yeah, focus I mean, where we'll be just bimbling around in middle earth for like a year <laughs> so at least now it's a bit more purpose so um have you guys been told anything obviously because we've now we've now seen it i know about it a little bit before it came out obviously about the fact we now have the arnold's coming to the uk we've mm. got qualifiers um from the male side of things i know but i don't really know anything have you been told anything from the female side of things do you know if there's going to be a no. pro female show or no i haven't been told anything although it would it would be nice if i was able to go ahead but whether American people would come or like what their rules for coming in. Do they have to quarantine in a hotel? You know, it's just the same for them. None of the female athletes, it, none of this is their job. So yeah. having to, you know, fund all these trips, yeah, obviously some people do get help with sponsorship and that's fantastic. But it's still, you know, if you did have to quarantine to come here for two weeks as a competition, like you can't even train and you've got you to can't go justify to it, home. can you? Just as a no, human you being, can't. you can't justify it. It, it it's no, just no. ridiculous, especially with with the with the unfortunate much much lower prize money levels and entry right. like barrier for entry. It's like, what's the fucking point? What's the point well, that there is? Exactly. Is there? And and most of you know most of us would love to be involved. Like if there was something over here, I really think that um, some of the pro girls would would come over. Although we've got like a big depth of talent here currently, it's going crazy. But you know, if it's going to be a pro show qualifier for other pro shows, then it needs to, you know, be open to other people, which is, I suppose, the reason why they're maybe not doing anything, you know, that kind of way. If there was, like, a qualifier for the amateur amateur Arnolds, then I think people would, would go. But, again, that's... I think people entry would go thousand training thousand. Or something. And then I suppose, again, with the... That's the fit, you know, the Arnold and then like the fit expo and stuff. But again, it's going to like depend on the restrictions that like literally could say actually still going to only be 30 people all the way into that time of year inside, you know, like it is at weddings and stuff. So you just can't, like you say, it's the uncertainty of everything. It's very difficult right now, very difficult. But no, to answer your question, I haven't specifically heard anything about what's going to be there, strongman, strongman wise or anything. Yeah, it's just 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 seems seems a bit bizarre. I kind of felt like when it first came out and I heard about it, it was kind of like, oh my god, like it's this fresh breath of fresh air. Like, okay, we no longer have to go over to Ohio to qualify for the amateur pro. We can do it in our our own soil. We don't have to deal with the time delays, with the jet lag, yeah. with all the bullshit American food. We can just grab our stuff head up there and go and do it. You know what I mean. It's not the same. Yeah. It's, not, it's not the same. It's not our creature comforts. We don't feel the it's same. No. So, so that, that is, 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 was really, really exciting. But 
you know, I just, I really, really, really hope that they kind of, they can live up to the expectations that I think everyone has, because I think this was the opportunity that I kind of saw as like, okay, we have someone involved with setting up this show that really knows his stuff around Strongman. He understands mm-hmm. the business side of things because Eddie's very, 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 very good with business. Anyone that knows very Eddie savvy. knows this. Yeah. So having the opportunity to put the females in the spotlight, I kind of felt like this was our big opportunity. This was our big mm-hmm. chance to get the females into the main limelight was to get you guys on the pro stages in front of the big audiences just like the guys so i'm still really 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 holding out for that because i (laughs) think that would be incredible and i think there are a lot of people now and you kind of you touched on it there like we've got a fucking really good depth of quality when it comes to female athletes in the uk and i'm just going to go out there and say i think in terms of strong women not just powerlifting Mm -hmm. but strong women the uk has the greatest female athletes in the world. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm, I'm from the UK, so I'm allowed to say <laughs> I'm a little bit biased. But just from what I've seen, and not, and not even just at like the, the heavier weight classes, mm-hmm. like you were saying, the lighter weight classes, we have some stone-cold killer females that are just absolutely doing bits at the moment. So I think this is the other really exciting thing is that because we're kind of creating this hype in the UK around like all of these really cool, strong female figures. It's like, okay, now we need to have that show to kind of be like the showcase. You know what I mean? It's like, look at what these women can do. This is so cool. So I was kind of, I was really hoping that. It would agree. It would be nice if it would, if they could get like some of us or, you know, to go and do like a, even if it's just some, like some kind of lifting or whatever on like, you know, that even if it's like an expo lift. Or, yeah. Like ju- yeah. just so people can see you guys doing it. And then again, it's just, yeah. it's more eyes, isn't it? More eyes. It doesn't even like, need to, like you say, it doesn't even need to be a record. It can just be like, you know, just something for other people, other people to see. So, um, like the exposure from like doing the, like the rogue records and stuff like that is like crazy you know even if they just like repost something from the rogue records like your page goes great you know it goes mad so much more people come into it so if we could have something like that in this country for people to see like the depth of like talent for not just like the female athletes but all of the athletes it would be it would be nice and like open up strong and again to more people rather than just thinking it has to be great big giant massive blokes on the tv <laughs> <laughs> big hairy ass motherfuckers yeah they're all awesome and uh, everything like that but you know they have to come into the sport because they saw it so the more people that see it the more that will come and then the sport grows and there's more money blah blah for business <laughs> so it's uh it would be it would be nice if we could have something like that but we've got the fit expo as well in july i believe so I think it's July. <laughs> so that would be... Uh, for now. For now. <laughs> Let's put disclosure on that. <laughs> um, a log and deadlift there. Um, but again, I feel that's inside, so I'm not sure how that's going to... Yeah, you know, I thought it was going to be. Very far. It's in Liverpool, I think. I should yeah. know that because we're going to it, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is. I think you're right yeah. there. But it's... um, Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 tough uncertain times for sure. And kind of I think, you know, coming back to the the whole thing of getting more eyes in the sport, bringing more people in, increasing the revenue stream, being able to then give money out, which then brings people back in. It's it's this really it's a really weird circle, isn't it? But it's mm-hmm. so hard because you've got to get in there first to be able to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's right. it's really, really, really tough. But you know, I think with with what we have with the females and the potential that we have at our disposal and the, the, the direction that it's very, very slowly going in, we're mm-hmm. kind of seeing steps in the right direction. And I think Definitely. especially from the, from your females perspective, yes, you, you, you've kind of got like a catch 22 because it's kind of like, I, we feel like we have to hold our tongue because we're very slowly getting there, but at the same time, we're still like 20 fucking steps behind the guys. So yeah, it's... it is. And you always like feel like, well, actually, it's come on. There's so many more women, and like, you know, the Arnold is usually more female competitors in the amateur classes than there are men. So that's amazing, of course. And it has come on leaps and bounds, but I suppose it has for the guys as well, like in the amount of prize money that they get and the opportunities oh, to get that much. 
so it's it's just very difficult to like word it in the right way so if the guys have only just started to gain their momentum and we're just gaining our momentum at the other end the, the kind of at the bottom trying to balance it up is difficult and also you know as much as you want more ex exposure and stuff the people that are putting these competitions on it's also their business so yes. it's it's very it's very difficult yeah. i understand and it's very difficult like to say it like that but you know that that's that's essentially what it is so yeah yeah and, and, and it's hard as well because like you don't want to feel like an asshole for saying it because we're finally getting somewhere but we we are all anyone that's in this industry that knows about it and knows about the things that are going on the money that's involved we all know that there's a huge pay discrepancy we all know that we're well 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 aware of that it isn't 100 percent right i don't think it should be the case i think there should be a lot more even spread across both the, the male and female side of things and i do actually mm -hmm. think that the females need to get a little bit more in the spotlight so then we can draw more female attention into the sport because there are lots of females they like to look at big, strong, hairy men that will be in the sport forever, even just as a spectator. But then you also have the females that see the females and go, wow, what a role model. That's what I want to be. I want to be that powerful, strong, independent yeah. woman going up there, kicking ass and taking names. You know what I mean? So. And, I, and, I, and I think that's the main thing that most of us like who do this would say. You know, that's the thing you want other people, other women to see, like how strong like women can be and other things that you can do like breaking down the stereotypes of course there's all of all of those things but like again you need the they need the platform to be able to do that we're doing better like through social media and uh, stuff like that obviously helps but if there was you know just able to put some things on at other expos for the women again it would it's giving it the opportunity you know to grow even more and the you know like you say we haven't heard anything about the women's pro show at all this year like is it are they going to put anything on was it going to be with the amateurs is rogue is rogue going to take it on because they've got a pro men show so is anybody going to do anything with it or is it just like <laughs> not gonna go, is it not going to go ahead so it's just it's just waiting but it's again like well there'll be the pro men and there'll be like the female men and women like crossfit competitions there'll be the records but there's no like pro strong women so that's a, uh, you know, caused a bit of a, a stir, yeah, a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going I'm to throw a huge curveball at you right now, okay? So I want you to imagine, I've just given you a hundred million pounds. I've given you a hundred million pounds to sort this shit out. For once and for all, we're going to sort this shit out. We're going to redefine the whole system. What would you like to see? Donna what do you want to see how would you want to see it run what would it look like from your perspective um and i suppose like with the it still needs like all the women to be able to participate to have anything like it was you know say with the yeah, you've, men, got, like, you've got a hundred million and yeah. COVID doesn't exist but COVID, okay yeah. it's gone <laughs> what do you do it's putting it more out there for the public to see like on the t on the tv um you know maybe something along with the guys programs doesn't need to be like initially like shoved in the faces of everybody but if you had like some exposure um say say andrea for instance did something at um uh one of the strong guys competition but it was like a record but it was at the competition but it wasn't filmed it wasn't put on the tv footage for the public this was thing. at uk's this was at uk's this was the log yeah. wasn't it because i was, it was there it was the first time i'd ever actually met her in person and yeah she was yeah. doing the british was it the british log record at uk's strongest i'm not oh like it was like a rep record or something like that but yeah, yeah it, was all, it was all set up she trained for it she did it and she did a yoke, I think, as well. Yes. And they didn't actually put that on the on the TV. So if that had been on the on the TV, just like in some of their experts, like it would have taken what, like all of like three minutes to talk about Andrea, show her the two things that she was doing, and then people would have known known about it. So I suppose like with the money side of things and trying to do it, it's kind of like it's difficult to gauge because nobody's actually said, oh well, here's all of this to go and go and sort it all out. But it would be you know, putting on bigger competitions on like a higher stage. If you've got the money, you could pay the Arnold or whatever to have these competitions there using 
decent equipment and a decent environment that encourages people to come, you know, rather than just being in like somebody's somebody's car park with stuff that's all fallen to pieces. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, you want to attract women in into the sport. So you need the stuff to be, you know, you yeah. need the stuff to be nice and safe and not raining. Do you know what I mean? Stuff like little This is us like going that. back to the pre-chat before we started about you not liking uh, inclement yeah, weather, isn't it? <laughs> Man, I hate it, and like even if there's like one like drop of like moisture in the air, I'm like, no, I don't want to go outside. But anyway, I've sucked it up recently, and the, you know I've been out training the snow and everything, so and I didn't die, so it's fine. But you know, it's that kind of thing. If you've got more money, I understand that's where the problem is. But if you put people out there, they would eventually start to generate some kind of business. Like women aren't always allies to this cause, but. Um, you know, the women in this sport, there is many of them. It's just the opportunity stops because you actually have to have a proper job, proper job to go along with this. It's not where you can earn an income from doing that. So there's more business opportunities would come, you know, if there are a high, if people are exposed, exposed to it. So we take Luke and uh, Tom, then they've come into this. People have seen them on TV. They, and that's how they've got more sponsorships and more, you know, um, exposure yeah. and then more sponsorships and then more exposure. And they open a gym and then create revenue for yeah. themselves and not have to worry about exactly. it. Exactly. So, but the, the money had to be there and the system had to be there for that to happen, to yeah. enable that to be there. Whereas, yes, we do have a system and a pathway, but it doesn't, It that's where it ends. Like, the, it ends at Worlds where there is like a big discrepancy in like world's strongest woman money to even the weight category men so you know that's when when when, when you find things like that out you're like what <laughs> you know because like stuff like that i didn't know you know because we just got quite naive about it i suppose it's like, yeah. why would it be like that but hey ho it is and um oh i could just rant but uh, no, that's what, that's what this is here for. Like, uh, I, I want to hear you rant because the at the end of the day, Donna, you were thinking this and you were saying this, but fucking thousands and thousands and thousands of other women are thinking the exact same thing. But the difference is you are in a position where you can vocalize it and yeah. people will listen to you. And that's why I, that's why one, I love, love, love having strong females like you on the show. Like, I'm super proud to say that Alpha Pack Experience has probably both pound for pound and the strongest female athletes in the fucking world. And I think it's dope. Mm -hmm. And I completely, I'm 100,000% an ally to the course because for me, it isn't about the fact that you're females. It's the fact that you guys are strong as fuck. It's cool. And you're just not getting the exposure because of your gender, which for me just fucking baffles my brain. It baffles my brain because without women, men wouldn't fucking exist. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? It's so narrow-minded. Like I just do, I just don't, I don't comprehend it whatsoever. So I, I really, really, really want to with all of you females is to delve to the bottom of what can we actually do here? Because in 2021, now with our voices of being able to vocalize and come together as communities, we have the greatest power we've ever had in our fingertips today because we have community at, at a touch of a button. We also have hate and all this other shit that people have to put on social media. But we have a chance to come together for a, for a greater cause, which is why I think it's really important to ask these questions and go, okay, well, if this is what we need, then maybe we need to stop relying on all of these other male-driven industries mm -hmm. to, to come and help us out. And I think, you know, there's always like little sparks in the back of my mind that's like, okay, maybe we get like a female-only strong woman league where we have it. It's just, you know, it's independently run. We know what we need to do. We can get the funding. But it's hard, like you, yeah. know, you said, females are always really allied to the cause. And I think it's, it's really, really tough when you're trying to justify something, but then you have someone who is the same gender as you that is going against everything that you're saying and you're like motherfucker you do not yeah. realize how long we've worked to try and get this and, and now you're making it way more difficult like yeah, I yeah that's it. right and, and it's like it is so difficult to say 
because it has come on so much i've had like great opportunities you know like i like literally i was in a you know in a car park and stuff like that and there we are on the main stage at the arnold doing these great records and um with like fantastic equipment you know i get to have like the the best dumbbell and the beautiful slater at the stones you know on that stage with you know other strong people who are strong-minded and but people wanted to see that you know if you're at the arnold the crowd is big you know it just shows that there is there is that market for it there it's just like having the opportunity if that makes sense and i suppose it's like getting it out there more into the mainstream in that case it does need to be alongside you know some of the guys things for it to be like a viable option at the time um you know like you say if you've got 100 million pounds all right you maybe be able to start your own super league and organize your things and i think that's a definite doable thing but there isn't a hundred million pounds we need to start a fucking go fund me do you know what i mean like we need we need we need to get this done we need to get this done but yeah no i, I, yeah. I, I completely know what you mean but i think even even if it was to be like in the advertising slots within all these mm. huge male shows like what is to stop at sbd doing just a full female reel of all of the fucking craziest lifts the world records the competition yeah. do you know what i mean like you can make that so cinematic so engaging so attention grabbing so attractive visually to watch and so tense at the same time and it's completely yeah. keeping in with the theme uh, it like do you know what i mean like it just it makes me scratch my head a little bit with these things because it's like I know um, I'm not the only one thinking this shit. Like, I'm not just right, some, some guy in England that's just, like, got his own plans. Like, there are loads of other people that, that, that have, have kind of figured out that something needs to change here. And I'm sure those guys aren't fucking naive enough to just be like, everything's fine with a, with a pro females. Like, we're giving them more money now, so they'll shut up for a while. It's like, no, yeah. motherfucker, that's not how it works. No. And um, and that's the and that's the thing really is like the shows get heavier and everything gets more and more like demanding on yourself. It's kind of like, well, is there even anything? Not that everything comes down to money. Obviously, I do have some I do have some nice trophies, but you know the amount that you yourself actually have to invest in you doing this um, is not like really balanced out by what you uh, what you might win. You know, so to come away with say like 15 say 15 grand or something you would need to win the pro show you would need to and break two world records on the same weekend in a different country so <laughs> and that's, not, that's the way that you would have to do it that's the and that's it so you know it, but then you know like SBD did make some really good series about like their athletes you know we've all got our own like made in Britain especially like the British ones so they're on YouTube they do some good stuff. They do like promote their uh, female athletes well throughout powerlifting and strongman. Um, so they they do a good job. Andrew and I have been to um, a Giants live and we've done like a talk in the middle and stuff. So that was cool. But like again, we could have like done a demo or something because there is a lot of time moving equipment around. So you know some of the stuff that we'd be able to do, we'd be able to do too. Um, and like. Yeah. Colin, if you're listening, we, we want to see the females at Giants Live. We, we, we want to see we want to see all that good stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. even that's just, make just it like a stepping stone. A more standalone, standalone kind of thing. Whereas, uh, you know, in the, the pro show in America, it is its own kind of competition. Yeah, it's on the stage and stuff, but that's where it is, where World's Strongest Woman, for official strongman, is like in the same, it's with, the, it's with everybody with everybody else you know it's not its own standalone thing which you know would be nice like it used to be so it's uh i'm not really sure which way to go i've got lots of like things that i'd be like oh yeah this way and this way but how would we get there it's very difficult when, i think we need know, to talk about it because then mm -hmm. as a community we can figure that out along the way do you know what i mean like it's it, yeah. there, there are gonna be like a lot of nuances that we're gonna have to figure out but i think if we can like because this is the thing People feel weird about wanting to talk about it because of the things that you just said and kind of, it's almost like you don't want to bite the hand that feeds. No. I think that's what a lot of people are scared of. And I'm like, I just want to go there and say like, SBD was, was wrong as well, whatever it is, like we're not, we're not going against any of these organizations. They run the way that they run and they have done for years and years and years. Things are definitely getting better and that's really important to reiterate. 100%. But from my sta standpoint, Matt Grant, myself, 
with the alpac experience i think it's important that we make a bigger thing out of it and i think that we have the potential to do so i think if we really looked into it there is the money there to do so but we just need a plan and the more we can talk about it hopefully there'll be some crazy rich millionaire that's listening to this podcast that's like you know what i've got a hundred million that i can burn what should i do i'm going to start the pro female strong women league hey yeah. it might happen it might, it might happen that's why we have it to put this happen. shit out there and lots of people do have like good ideas like um and was for example also my strong man you know they put on all the records they featured like heavily really good and they're really good strong records as well you know yeah. so they were um that's fantastic that also got a lot of exposure that's the way you know one of the other ways to do it so we're all trying to participate as many opportunities as there is possible but then there's not you get you know obviously you get to be on the tv and you get to have a nice stone to lift and stuff but like you need it needs to be just that little bit more really as well you know and it's uh, doing the groundwork now. So the people, I suppose, that come along in the future may have better outcomes than, yeah. you know, yeah. what, uh, than what we have. It's clearly not going to be in, like, my time that there's going to be, like, making a living from doing this, like, strong man, um, for females. But, you know, for other people, then it could be. So it's trying to work towards, like, something for the next generations that come along, people that actually want to get into it as a competitive sport, not just, like, an exercise. Yeah. 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 Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and you know, I think that's it's really interesting that you kind of talk about with, all of that because you know, if we look back, the what is it now? You started in like 2011, 2012, somewhere around then, wasn't it? So yeah, you know, we're, we're like like nine, ten years down the line. You know, mm -hmm. I think back to what even the males was like nine, ten years yeah. ago. Do you know what I mean? Like you're coming away with two grand and a handshake for for, for winning a, a, a pro competition yeah. whereas now it's like 75 thou like they just it, it's just like it has just excelled so exponentially over the last nine ten years that it's like okay if that's happened in this time frame mm -hmm. what what could be in the next kind of nine to ten years and i think that's that's the really exciting thing because it's like i think you're right you know we we are getting way 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 more viewership now because of the like the was record breakers just getting mm -hmm. into people's faces and as much as people are a little bit funny about rogue kind of coming onto the scene at the beginning it's like hey they developed yeah. a fucking huge viewer base with the the crossfit stuff that they were doing which we now just get a free dip in that pond whenever we yeah. want as soon as they go live um, we're just getting millions of people viewing it that is where we need to be that's where yeah that's right and that's why it, it's nice to be doing like events you know events with like the cross of the people or like the other rogue you know the other rogue record breakers and that it's streamed the exact same you can watch the whole the whole program with everybody doing all their records together so that's really really that's really really good so like we're saying it's like difficult when you see how far like strong woman has come obviously it's kind of did take a step back too because like it used to be on at the same time as World Strongest Man in the same place doing, you know, like cool stuff, you know. And um, so the last one that I watched was a clip. It was Jill Mills and she was in Kuala Lumpur. And um, she was there holding, I think it might be in a car hold or something, because I remember that I've got the same number plate because I have WSW on mine and that's what it was on there. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my God, we've got the same number plate. Anyway, that's just me. So, um, yeah, so, you know, that's when it was on the television. It was at the same time. That's where I first saw Strong Woman is Jill Mills on the TV. And I was like, holy, holy hell, look at you. Gorgeous thing. You know, that kind of thing. Look at every, what everybody's doing. So, you know, it just takes that one thing for people to think, oh yeah, that's a cool you know, even at that time, I didn't actually obviously take up doing it, but then I knew what it was. The seed was I, in there, wasn't it? It was just, yes, very far, far back. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it, it came to like fruition, you know, it's something that I, you know, obviously knew. But I've been watching World's Strongest Man for that many years on the television. If they just put like something in, women doing something, you know, like just dropped in here, there and everywhere, then it, um, you know, it would have got, it would have got more exposure. Yeah. So. 
I suppose in that sense it has like come backwards a little bit where it would be on the TV. But then is World's Strongest Man an actual just is it a business? You know, it's like, you know, the television show is just there for the money, you know. You know, it's very complicated. <laughs> it is, it is. And but this is the thing is that lots and lots and lots of people don't understand this. They don't understand this, and viewers don't understand this. And then when people come out and they say this stuff, they're like, oh shit, what? Like, this is crazy. Like, we thought this was made out to be like the Golden Gates, you know what I mean? This is the most incredible thing ever. But then when you're on the other side of it, it's, you're like, oh, I know all of the fuckery that's going on behind the scenes here mm -hmm. that, that, that is really frustrating. And I can't, I can't express it and I can't talk about it for fear of biting the hand of feeds or whatever it might be. Do you know what I mean? I think it's it's tough because they've kind of got you trapped between a rock and a hard place. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and it's, it's, it's just one of those things that I think, you know, in time we, we, we might get there, but the more exposure we can get with everything, I think, I think the better, the better and better. Yeah. So kind of going Definitely. on from, from that with the worst stuff, obviously you've had some tremendous records. You've mm. been on an absolute fucking rampage with it. And it's been so sick to see. It's been so, yeah. so, so sick to see. So for you moving forward, if you have the opportunity again, have you got, I feel like you've probably got a few uh, few little things in the back of your mind that kind of ticking over about what you might want to kind of try your hand at next, whether it be numbers or events. So, if I mean, if you're comfortable talking about it, any... Mm -hmm. Well, what would I like? I would suppose I would like um, something new to actually, I think the Dumbo record could definitely be extended. So that's like a pretty cool thing. Obviously, the Stone record, there's more in... You know, there's quite a bit more there in the stone lifting tank as far as like I'm personally concerned. But I don't really know, like for numbers or whatever. I think everyone's chasing like a 300 kilo, not 100 kilo, a 300 pound log at the moment. So I think that's definitely going to go. And I think it'll be a British athlete that does that really soon. So that's exciting. And um, also the deadlift records. And I believe that will also be gone by another British athlete as well. So, <laughs> You know, that's uh, they're really, really big, you know, big things to be having. And I hope and I hope that they get the exposure that they deserve. So we'll have to need everybody to share those kind of things so like the world can can see that too. Yeah. Um myself, I don't know, I just see whatever comes along and if it takes my fancy then I'll do it. But I like to have the time to be saying, All right, let's I'm just gonna do this for this for no no particular reason. I wanna do it at a show where you know where you've got time to actually lift everything it's not just so it like you say in car park somewhere i want it to yeah. be done like you know properly like the clash on the coast people they had a few problems at the beach this weekend but they moved into the car park and look how many people across the world saw that and the lighter athletes you know all showcased as well so spot on <laughs> you know stuff you know stuff like that but again i suppose their restrictions are maybe slightly different to ours so things like that can go ahead but you know moving forward here that's what you know we need to do as well i've got some really good like you say uh weight class athletes one of my friends dale mcpherson from 3d strength you know he's uh he's a little bit chubby <laughs> but you know he's a he's a strong guy you know people people like that to be showcased yeah yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Just got so many thoughts and ideas just coursing through my brain with, with possibilities. But uh, yeah, I, I think this is this is the way we need to do. We need to do some exposure, like not even competitions, yeah. but just just something where we can just show the world. And I think it kind of it's hard because then you get into that the the world's strongest man thing of it being like okay in order for us to to make this look great like we really have to make it about the visual and the aesthetic and the yeah. attention to detail and all this sort of stuff so it's hard because it's that double-edged sort of like we want cool heavy raw but we also want it to be visually stimulating enough that it isn't just all of the fucking all of the, yeah. the gym monkeys that are just like oh yes big weight oh yes this is what i want to do it's like no 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 no. we don't we don't, I don't just want you big hairy fuckers we want everyone you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and i think that is it's like it, it needs to be like a visually a visual thing like there needs to be the cool stuff like truck pulling carrying like, i don't know fridges on yokes or something yes! you know, that people can, 
so people can see and you know how heavy how heavy that is and you know it just washing machine just, silver dollar deadlift yeah that's it like, <laughs> If I was carrying, like we were talking before, like people in my square, like totally ignore the fact that I'm stood there lifting anything. Running with farmers, it doesn't even matter. They would just drive their car past me like this, literally. Yeah. But I suppose if I was walking around, like carrying a fridge, then they'd be like, oh my goodness, why are you carrying a fridge? So that's so heavy. Well, actually, what I was just lifting before is much heavier than a fridge. <laughs> but because you don't know, then you can't visually tell that that's what it is. Exactly, and yeah. Yeah, or, um, you know, like, even I've done it before, like, pushed, had to push my car somewhere. And the men, you know, oh, gosh, you must be really strong if you can push your car. Yes, yes, okay. So <laughs> that's, what people, that's what people see, isn't it? So that's why things like truck pulls, you know, um, I'd even talked about with one of my friends. She's a firefighter, so she's, again, like, breaking down the stereotypes. We did a lot of stuff around... Um, you know, females in the in the fire service and stuff like that. And I was like, well, we could organize like a fire truck pull kind of thing. And it would raise money for the fire brigade, but also, you know, they're very heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it, would also, it would also look it would also look cool. And then people so cool. would see stuff like that. Do you know? And that's that's what makes the difference to it. Because at the start of it all, Strongman was because it was like weird heavy stuff. That's yes. that's how it all started off. Yeah. Um and you know even back to its like very very basic roots in the circus that's the same as what it was like the um sanduina she's there with like five men hanging off her not that i would want specifically to do that but that's <laughs> what was so, so popular and she was like so revered because people were able to visually like oh my goodness look how heavy that must be i can't carry five people or a pony you know that <laughs> kind of thing yeah so it's it needs to be there's a lot of things that you know need to be worked on but like we said we have come a long way in a minority sport and women are even more in a minority in it so we need to run with what we've got and the exposure that we're gathering just seems that like covid seems to have put like a big dampener on everything because of the limited funds for other stuff it's kind of like the last thing that they're thinking of you know what's going to be the biggest draw for these competitions so yeah it's yeah um, yeah and I, I think yeah. it's it's interesting as well, because when we look at the fitness industry, especially the female fitness industry, and this is my opinion, and you're more than more than welcome to interject if you want to, but I thought, well, not even necessarily the female fitness industry, just the fitness industry in general, is so hypersexualized, in my opinion. Mm. Like, and I think it's really interesting because strong women, like strong women is kind of like it's the last front. It's like the we're not giving into your fucking bullshit. We're not giving into your like barely having your fucking nipples covered, working out in a thong in the gym. Do you know what I mean? Like it's we're we're not about that to try and get more viewership. What we're about doing is sticking true to the nature of what the fuck we joined up for, which is mm -hmm. lifting cool stuff, lifting heavy stuff, and putting it back down again. Uh, <laughs> It is that, but I mean, at the same time, if that's what women who are doing strongman wanted to uh, wear to work out, then that's like in that's entirely their, you know, their choices. Oh, 100%, if you're comfortable but doing yeah, it to, not doing to it do just so. to draw attention. That's what I mean. Like because yeah. we know that sex sells, we understand <laughs> that, and a lot of the fitness industry is based heavily around that. But I love the fact that you know, and Andrea is the exact same. She'll work out in some fucking short, short shorts and a crop top, and she looks fucking awesome. But she isn't <laughs> relying on that to, to 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 grow what she's doing. She's also lifting fucking heavy stuff. She's lifting cool implements. She's lifting all this sort of stuff. She isn't just being like, I'm gonna put all of this away, and I know that if I put on some short shorts and a crop top, I get fucking two thousand more likes or this. That's yeah. kind of what I where I was kind of going with that. Yeah, it's a it's kind of like a double-edged difficult sword that as uh, as well. But I think from myself, just because I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily be like that anyway. Although my shorts are very small, it's literally just from a um, like I just like that's my PE kit, <laughs> and uh, that's what I just like to wear. Basically, all the same. So um, that's just that's just me and what like I feel comfortable in. But I wanted to show 
you know, like I am like a bigger person. So here I am doing like cool stuff. You could do this too. I'm like a mum. I've got a job. Yeah. Um, now my kids are like teenagers. We've done all of this. So it's just like I am like a regular kind of person, but I just get to do this really cool shit. And I want you to see how wonderful doing all the cool stuff or lifting weights or exercise, like how much better it can actually make you make you feel. And that's yes. the main thing for yes. for me at the end of it all. I'll always go and try and be nice to people. And my gym's like a small gym that I go to, but I like going at least say hi, you know, because but the most people just to women, they're you know, they just be like looking at me in the mirror, like, good lord, I've got this. T yesterday, I had a vest on that says, um, that's one huge bitch. It's from like, you look like a man. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> you like a man. My yeah. girlfriend is obsessed with that page. Yeah, so it's uh, it's one of those, and I was like. Okay, so my I did my strongman training kind of in the morning, and then I went back with my partner. He was like, "Oh, can we do this or whatever?" And I was like, oh, "Okay, let's do some like bodybuilding things." And I'm like, usually I'm like one sitting, I'm like, "Nah, I'm not doing it. I'm bored." So, um, I was like, I stuck with it and everything uh, yesterday because you know you have to give and take. So um, uh, I did I did that, um, and then it just at the end because I can sometimes you see people catching your eye in the mirror. And I just wanted to go over and say, like, oh, hi, you know, I don't want you to, like, look at me like I'm weird. But obviously I wasn't saying that. But, you know, like, hello, I'm kind of friendly. It's just that hello to other people in the gym. I'm glad to see you here, other yeah. other ladies doing exercise yeah. with the dumbbells in the weight section. Go you. <laughs> that kind of thing. So, yeah. And, you know, that's what I would like to see. And the more that we break down the stereotypes, of what people think that women should be and what they should do, the easier that it's going to get. So kind of like we're all on like a large mission yeah. <laughs> to yeah. like show everything. So taking all the exposure that we've got right now and basically running with it so that more people can see. And I definitely feel it's becoming more of an ex an accepted sport. If you, you know, people are seeing like how fun it is and things like you look like a man are bringing like to the forefront the other issues of like women in sport and what actually happens like thankfully like those kind of really awful things that some people get sent to them and written to them it doesn't really doesn't really happen to me like i generally don't look in my other folder <laughs> there's a reason for doing that just yeah. keep those people there if i don't if I'm, you know if i'm not following them then i you know i don't necessarily want to want to see and if it's like oh tap this image for a preview it's like never yeah. never no, do that. no no <laughs> no we just um, delete as soon as we see it we don't even accept the message request just straight away yeah. into the recycling bit but like dealing with that kind of um you know comments and stuff like that sharing the articles that jessica like brings out to the forefront of the terrible things that are said to like female athletes, you know, some of the most recent stories have really been awful. And I was like, good God, I just didn't even know that those kind of people in the world existed that would write stuff like that. So, um, you know, if I show it to my work colleagues, you know, they're just like, oh my God, is that a thing? And I was like, yes, yeah. they're like misogyny for these. It's just, you know, you wouldn't believe it until you actually read online what people actually say. And Jessica and I have talked about it, and that's what we say. We just even it's like self-love by not reading like the comments on YouTube, and sometimes even like the comments in Rogue. Um, actually, she had put a bit, uh, post on, and it was me lifting the dumbbell, and one of the comments from it. And I messaged her, and I was like, well, I hadn't even seen that one. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't mean to upset you. And I was like, well, I'm not upset. Uh, I just didn't look. So you know, that's just the way that it is. Of course, there's loads of positive comments. That's what we like to see. But, you know, obviously just like they've picked out those ones because they're awful. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's really important that you <laughs> highlight that. Do you know what I mean? That there, mm. if there is a thousand positive comments and one negative comment, as human beings, we read the fucking negative comment and we take that shit to heart. But we forget yeah. about the other thousand, which empower us and make us feel incredible yeah. and on top of the world. Just because that's human fucking nature. Which is, it is why and it's, it's so toxic. Exactly. And that's why it's so, you really have to like battle against you no know, social media at all levels, even at school levels. You know, I've dealt that with my, like with my teenage son, you know, their comments and their messages that they all disappear. There's no record. 
there's all stuff like that so there is all the negative but it is important to like embrace the positive and that's really like what we're what we're trying to go with there you know there is so much like support as well push the negativity <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what yeah. i do yeah there will always be arseholes uh, and that is the yeah. moral of the story <laughs> There yeah. will always be arseholes. It doesn't matter what country, it doesn't matter what fucking colour you are, where you come from, what you believe in, what your sexual orientation is. There will always yeah. be one motherfucker that says something that really gets to you. And yeah, it's just about being able to have that support network around you to be like, hey, this happened, this happened. I'm not going crazy. I'm all right to feel this way. I am okay to feel this way. Okay, no worries. Let's just bitch about this. Let's get it off my chest. And then yeah. we can go back to having a real good time. <laughs> and literally, literally, that is the process. <laughs> so, and, and, that's the, and that's the important thing to remember, isn't it? You know, those people in those comments, just, they're not, you know, just leave them, leave them be to their... They are happy. no one. They, they, you know, and I, I even get this shit. I'm not pro. I'm not important. I get fucking trolls on my stuff, and it's like you mm. go on there, and I bet it's the exact same with you. They'll have 32 fucking followers. They're not following anyone else. They have maybe, maybe one gym-related post on the six <laughs> posts they have on their thing, and they're telling you that you're doing X, Y, and Z wrong. You look wrong. Yeah. This is wrong. You need to change this. You need to change that. And you're like, hey, buddy. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, one of my, my favourite ones is, the, um, it comes around every now and then, but it's the power the power pole, you know, where you put it on and it's got like a great, it's got like the long, yeah, yeah, yeah. kettlebell on it and I was like strutting down the gym. That was, that was some of the best comments I've ever read ever. Like some of them, they're pretty hilarious. And then you get other people as well, like, no, this is this exercise for doing this. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, educational people and then, like, the funny people. And then um, some other guy did make a video of it, taking the mick out of it. But he did it in kind of, like, a tasteful way. So I was like, actually, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it is what you make it and how you take it. So yeah, and just uh, it's when it just comes down to, like, actual pure nasty comments to regular people who are just posting their gym stuff or, you know, explicit messages and things. It's just, it, that is just like, not okay. Yeah, 100%. No. And, and I think like, like we've spoken about pretty much the theme of this podcast is that we're very slowly getting there. We're very slowly standing yeah. out, but it is still pretty prevalent in, in, in the industry. Yes. So I think, you know, day by day, podcast by podcast, yeah. we, can, we, can, we can slowly keep on stamping this fire out. But, you know, important things to take away regardless of what anyone says you are 1000 percent one of the strongest women in the fucking world mm. you lift more than any like pretty much anyone else do you know what i mean you have achieved more in your lifetime than any of these motherfuckers chatting smack about you ever will so you of always course. get the moral high ground and let's face it people know who you are people will never know who they are. Yes, this is very true. <laughs> you know, you, you are an incredible athlete. You are an incredible role Thank model, you. an incredible mum to, to, to your children. You've juggled so much. You've come so far and there is still so much left to give. The under 82s, I'm so fucking excited about this. Know, this is so cool. This is so cool. Oh, I, I mean, it's very limiting for me because I, I don't really eat that many things, to be fair. So like turkey mince and spinach, is like my is my life and everyone's like why don't you just eat some fish and all that can't can't chew it well that's chicken i'm like no i can't chew that either. <laughs> like, i can't chew it just blitz it down that's it got yeah, some chicken paste mm. no <laughs> no i can't it just makes me feel giffy <laughs> oh, that's so very thought of it no it's not for me but yeah we're managing with what we've got right now <laughs> Hey, I, I have absolutely zero doubt in my mind that you'll get there. Zero doubt. You're, you're, you're incredibly driven. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are so many times where you set your mind out to something and you put it out there. And hey, yeah, it and usually comes to... in. Do you know what I mean? It usually comes in. So It usually, it usually does. And uh, that's one of the big things that I've worked on over, like, I suppose my time doing this. is like, yeah, it's been mentally, mentally strong. kind of believe that I've probably always been that way. 
um, throughout like my whole life, but just kind of got like a bit wayward <laughs> through the middle section where I made some questionable life decisions. But, um, you know, I, I do think that I have got that kind of mindset, well, this is what we're going to do. And then, so there we go. <laughs> that was that. Might take me a long time to get to that decision, but then once it's made, off we go. So, and most of the time it has it has worked out. So fingers crossed it will again. Keep on fucking doing it. That's the main <laughs> takeaway. Just keep on fucking doing it yeah. because I think yeah, I think you know, you you do have uh, an incredible mindset around things, and you can see that when you go and you do it, you don't just do it like you fucking attack it. And it's so cool to see. You really, really, really do attack it. So I'm super excited. I can't wait to see what happens in, in this next year, regardless of whether any competitions happen or not, where you're going yeah. with things, what you're doing with things. It's all eyes on you, Donna. It's really, really, really exciting times. So I want to end the podcast the same way I end it with everyone else. We've done this a couple of times, so you've, you've, got, you've had a little bit of time to, to, to think about it. So for everyone's sake, we're going to take a little step back in time. You're going to take a step into a time machine. We're going to go back. You're 11, 12, 13 years of age. Very formative years of your life. You have so many things ahead of you. Yeah. In those few moments, you get to spend imparting some wisdom, knowledge, and mantra, a way to live your life. What <laughs> your younger self? Um, well, I think we talked about it last time. I think one of, the ha one of the things to think about is that I would say to you, especially having like teenager especially a teenage son um you know saying to like hard times don't last they do as much as you think it's really really shitty now it does it does get better and as much as you can't even see the way out of the tunnel it you do come out of the out of the other side you do need to work hard for that but you know it does the, the things do get better hard times don't last um work hard that's one of my uh one of my other ones and you know be kind again you know you uh, only get what you also give so be aware of other people's um opinions and their i don't know the way that they are i suppose um but yeah they're my main ones really hard times don't last work hard and you'll achieve what you want to they're, they're my main things. I say that to them. Only my, my daughter's sitting in the next room and she'll just be like, oh, God's sake. <laughs> but she knows really? That again? Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's worked hard. She's uh, dealing with the pandemic and doing her nurse training. She's um, so, wow. you know, and so they've done their A levels online, they're doing their nurse training online. So she's working hard to get to where hey, she wants nice. to be and then whatever the world holds for her afterwards, you know? So. It's uh, it's exciting times. That's what Very I Very exciting times. <laughs> and hey, you know, I think if she has even an ounce of the same DNA as you, I think she's she's going to go places. She's she's going to be able to achieve the things, you know, way above and beyond what she believes she's capable of, just as you have done in the past. So yeah. I think it's it's awesome that you're kind of you're teaching that and you're you're giving that on to not just the next generation, but obviously like your own kids. That's so yeah. so so awesome to see. I think that's really important. But Donna thank you so much for coming and doing this it has been absolutely wicked third time's a charm it was brilliant it's been such a pleasure having you on and when we get back to some form of normality when we're back into competitions and we're, we're around hopefully we'll get into the opportunity to bump into each other and have a and have a chat yeah definitely catch up because it's, yeah, uh, like it's, it's good it's good but thank you so much enjoy the rest of your day and uh, hopefully we'll see you again soon okay take care bye thank you for having me